Welcome to 200 a Day, the podcast where we explore the 70s television detective show, The Rockford Files. I'm Nathan Paletta. And I'm Epidiah Ravishaw. We're taking a little break from our regularly scheduled uh, episode recap thing, the thing we do, just because it's, it's been a while since we've kind of just chatted about the, the state of the podcast and kind of why we do it and what we still find and what we find interesting about the show. Uh, mm-hmm. And we have, you know, 40 episodes of this in the bag uh, at the time of this recording. So, well, with Thanksgiving coming up and all here in the U.S., I thought it was a good time, maybe for people who have started listening recently or um, haven't caught one of our earlier uh, kind of meditations on this, just to kind of check in and 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 chat a little bit about the things that we like and are perhaps thankful for. Yeah. Oh, I like that. That's good. That's timely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are all about uh, timely references here here on yes. this show, which is why it's a podcast about the Rockford Files. Because nothing is more timely than a 70s detective show. <laughs> this is good. Uh, 40 episodes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's not a thing I was expecting to, to be here and going, hey, yeah, we just... Uh, I think we've done this once or twice before where we didn't talk about a Rockford file. We've had a couple. They're called uh, discussion specials. So if you look into our yeah. archive. And, and our previous ones have been structured around listener questions. Um, which, you know, is great. We love getting questions and comments, but generally the comments that we, we tend to get on the episodes, uh, these days are, uh, ephemera about them, like pointing out little details that we didn't go over or, you know, some production notes and stuff, uh, from, from folks over on our Patreon, which we like to get, they're fun to see, but they're also that we're not hanging this episode on those. Um, it's more of a, I think, as I said, state of the update check-in kind of thing and and at least one of our previous episodes wasn't the rockford files i'll let i'll let our (laughs) viewers find that one but Mm -hmm. uh but we've done three dozen rockford files at least and um if we yeah if we subtract the two discussion specials the two movies that we've done and the right and the one uh secret alternate episode yeah that's still that's 35 yeah episodes of the show and two movies that is, uh, I, I don't want to say that that's more than I thought we'd get out of the Rockford Files, but it certainly is more than I had anticipated in the beginning. I think when we mm-hmm. first started doing this, we were like, well, we'll do this for a laugh for a little while and uh, see what sticks and, you know. See what see what we get out of it. Right, right. Uh, but yeah, I've, been, I've, I've enjoyed it thus far. So that's great. I actually am at this point now when I look to the future and I think, with sadness upon the day that'll come when we run out of Rockford Files episodes. Well, we still have uh, quite a quite a ways to go before that point. What has changed for you since we started about how you've engaged with these episodes? Because I feel like there's something that's changed for me, but I wanted to um, start off with asking you so that you can answer first. <laughs> well, that's good. I appreciate that. Um, no, I'm actually I'm I'm really enjoying doing. A deep dive. Um, so recently, uh, I've I've been watching the Netflix um, Haunting of Hill House series, uh, catching it late at night when I have a moment or two alone because I like to watch scary movies <laughs> when I'm home <laughs> in a 
brand new, well, not brand new, a hundred year old house that I just moved into. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing that and I've been refamiliarizing myself with the original uh, story and mm-hmm. listening to some people do some uh, analysis of that. Um, it is called The Big Readcast and, and they have a, a episode from October of this year where they talk about the book, The Haunting of Hill House. This podcast is about books. So okay. they're actually just into the books. It just, in fact, from what I understand, it's just a coincidence that they happen to be doing this book at the same time that Netflix did a TV adaptation. But the thing is, is that TV adaptation is so incredibly different from the book. Like mm-hmm. it would have to be, to be a series that long and, and whatnot. And while I was doing it, I was listening to an old time radio broadcast <laughs> Uh, so I was getting it from all these different angles, and I was really enjoying um, diving into like how each one approaches the different subjects and what they're doing to to get across what they're trying to get across. Where maybe somebody may have missed something in their interpretation or deliberately chose not to do it. Right, and uh, like those are muscles that I had. You know, the only way I had flexed them in the in the past. 20 years, wait, 20 <laughs> maybe 20 years, a little less than 20 years, uh, was through game design, right? Mm-hmm. And and in that case, I'm not looking at um, a particular episode. I'm not lo- like when we do game design, I don't know, maybe it's different for you. But when I do game design, I'm often looking at a much larger thing. Yeah, I'm looking at a whole genre. You're, you're not looking at like a text. You're kind of looking at, yeah. to use some fancy words, you're looking at a, a, a corpus of of work right like yeah so um this getting this chance to to drill down or focus a little bit more on on a, a, just a specific text we're not ignoring the larger picture because mm-hmm. that's you know we we know that uh uh you know sitting in a larger conversation but um this thing that we're doing here is really helping i don't know scratch that itch yeah that's a niche i've had for a while that I'm, you know, had a chance to do it, except in this context. Yeah, kind of uh, strengthen strengthen those muscles and kind of keep 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 you limber for other kinds of analysis. I think at least that's kind of how I feel. Like having a regular excuse to 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 look at this uh, to look at these episodes very closely in a fine grained way makes it easier for me to look at other stuff in a analytical manner. Uh, which helps with game design because we're all in in a genre when we're doing something and there's other things that we're responding to. Um, but also just kind of like critically looking at media, I think, which I think is worth doing. Uh, yeah, We've gone down kind of rabbit holes about other examples of things that we see in this show that we don't like as much because it doesn't really stand up to critical scrutiny and or the message doesn't seem to be very strong or what it's doing doesn't seem doesn't follow through with the the premise that it's set up and stuff like that where it's kind of like there's a lot of stuff out in the world there's a lot of media a lot of things to read and watch and whatnot and i feel like if i can identify earlier that something isn't going to be for me <laughs> then yeah i think that's a good skill like it's not that everything is bad it's more that right. um being able to to pick up on the things about something that is not that i'm not going to respond to very well uh, the earlier, the better. It means that I'm, I'm finding more stuff that I like. Yeah, I, 
I, I have a thing where, uh, you know, I take a deep breath. <laughs> and I just repeat to myself, I'm not the target demographic. Right, right. Yeah. It doesn't mean this is bad. I'm just making a decision about, you know, what, what, um, what I enjoy. And, and uh, th- there's something I missed, though, that um, I was doing early on that I haven't had a chance to do in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is just because the rest of my life got a little uh, hairy and, and, and out of control, but mm-hmm. I used to be doing a lot of games, running a lot of games and able to implement the ideas that we were coming up with within a matter of, of days or weeks of mm-hmm. when we record the episode, uh, which was a lot of fun. Um, it, it got to some really neat areas of, narrative design like i just i remember um oh i'm trying to remember which episode we'd seen of the rockford file but i had this idea from it where i just started a game that i was running where i had everyone describe where they were 48 hours from now oh right Mm -hmm. and then we go back and then we play up to that point Mm -hmm. uh that was oh it was so much fun (laughs) and it was something that came out of our discussions right like uh that we were just like hey let's look at how um how the crew here did it right and uh how can we implement that and i know that like i i mean i don't know the percentage of tabletop role players in our audience uh i presume it's higher than it would be if any other <laughs> two Rockford two, two randos decided to do this show yeah i think that's kind of the our, our original premise right was not just celebrating the show and 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 diving in on like a critical level, but also pulling out the the narrative lessons yeah. of the show. And I think something that was a little unexpected for me was uh, that over the course of those forty episodes, um, it's not that we stopped finding things. It's more like we established a number of themes that make the Rockford Files what it is, and there are only so many ways we can really. Yeah. <laughs> go back and hit those themes over and over in a way that's kind of like fun to talk about and not a stretch because we feel like we've already talked about it. Um, So I think you can hear over our last handful of episodes, we've been kind of transitioning into a different model where we're, it's a little more free discussion and a little less like, let's make sure to hit the specific structure, um, which is, been a little less pressure i think at least for me um yes <laughs> trying to be like what's a new thing to say about how we establish side characters or how we right. you know reveal the different layers of the mystery or how we show the information when we need to know the information and it's not a, a fight to get information because that's not the interesting thing like all these things that just are the core of how this show works this is a bit of a tangent but uh since we started doing this Rockford side characters have ruined me. <laughs> ah, there's just something. Uh, I was watching something recently where they did it sort of Rockford style. And I kept thinking, is this just a bit? Are they just doing a bit? <laughs> or are these characters important to the plot? Which is not a question I normally have watching Rockford files. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, no, we're just getting a little bit of, of the life of the bus driver or, mm-hmm. uh, uh, oh, I wish I could remember what it was because it really was. It just it just really stuck out. It was like uh, kooky characters. That's all. So that's the other thing. We have ruined ourselves for certain kinds of, <laughs> of TV. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, 
I don't know. I I still have trouble finding shows that I really get invested in and watch whole seasons of. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's because I've been ruined because uh, I was having that problem before we started watching them, <laughs> before we started doing this show, before you hooked me into the Rockford Files. But um, <laughs> I certainly have that feeling because now I kind of don't watch the show until we're doing a recording. Right. Yeah. Um, and so when I s- sit down to watch one, I'm kind of like, oh, right. I like this show. <laughs> like, <laughs> so you had an answer to the uh, the question you asked me, right? Um, I think I was thinking mostly of how of, of the thing about kind of the, the narrative lessons and how we ended up kind of exhausting uh, a lot of, you know, the main ones in a way that I, I kind of didn't. It's not that I didn't expect that, but it was kind of like, I just hadn't thought about it. I was like, this is the premise of our show. So let's, you know, yeah. um, that's kind of changed. I think I also, um, because I'm watching it and taking notes and kind of, you know, doing the play by play for our episodes, I get more hung up on plot details than, yeah. than I did when I was just casually watching the show. Not because they make it worse, but because I'm pl- paying such close attention mm-hmm. that there's something that's just kind of like, unresolved or like i don't see the connection between why someone did a thing and like what their motivation was or or how something happened and where all the characters were at the time like that kind of stuff where when you're casually watching it's like whatever who cares you know that's not the point but i've started to care (laughs) so like so the episodes where that stuff's all really like well resolved are the ones that i'm like yeah this rules and the ones where it's a little more hijinksy or a little more lighthearted uh, or there's more going on and just kind of drops certain little details. And I'm like, well, this could have been better because, you know, right. this, this, and this. And I don't know if that's unfair necessarily, but it does give me a metric where I can differentiate the episodes that I think are great from the episodes that I think are like, you know, good, good to normal. Yeah. Um, and most of it is that attention to detail and whether everything really connects to each other over the course of the episode. Right. So the Rockford files for us starts as uh, just entertainment to consume, right? Mm -hmm. Like uh, not passively consume, but not super actively consume. We just, uh, I I started watching it because I just remembered it. And I was like, Oh, I haven't seen that in a while. Uh, And then I was like, this is excitingly good. Like I can (laughs) actually, look at this and and start studying it more which i wouldn't do for a number of shows that i otherwise enjoy i just i enjoy them and i'm like i don't need to go into how they're doing the thing that they're doing because i'm not super impressed with that i'm just enjoying it right Right. like yeah uh i was watching again not a rockford files but something else uh a show that had like i never spent a whole lot of time on i'll say directorial decisions you know Mm. um every so often i'll note something and be like yeah that's great or whatever but it's not wasn't my forte before i you know i i'm uh i really enjoy like the writing of something more than sort of how it's visually done right but since we've done it i've started to pay more attention to it and i saw an episode episode of the show not uh, again not of the rocker files but of another show that had gone through the trouble of making I would say almost the first quarter of the show, one long continuous shot. Oh, wow. And it felt so in my face by the end of it that I lost track of what was going on. And I was like, I get what you're doing. (laughs) Just cut away. Uh, Where I think before we had done this uh, podcast, I may have just never even noticed. I, (laughs) uh, I, 
Because if you make a decision like that, you're making that decision for a purpose. Like the purpose might be to be like, ha look what I can do. Mm. But I suspect the purpose is to instill uh, an emotion in the audience, maybe uh, something that makes the audience a little bit more tense because you're not breaking or turning away or a little bit more hectic or whatever. But in this particular case, it made it feel like a stage play. Mm-hmm. When you're seeing people... Uh, having a discussion, if you watch it on television, the camera will point either to the person who's talking or the person they're talking to. Right. And you're aware that there are other people in the room, but you aren't really looking at them or aware of them. But when you do this long continuous shot thing, you're constantly panning around other people in the room and you see that they're just sitting there like characters do on stage when it's not their turn to talk. (laughs) (laughs) Through the magic of the camera, for years, television has been able to say, don't pay attention to these people yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in this particular case, they it pulled it away and you couldn't control the audience that way, uh, which I thought was interesting. And something I never would have paid attention to. Or I shouldn't say never, but I probably wouldn't have paid attention to if we hadn't been doing this podcast and poisoning my brain <laughs> against enjoying things. Well, I think one of the one of the benefits of this show is that there are so many different directors and so many of them are very good. Right. And a lot of them are very just prolific TV directors of that era. Um, And some of them were, you know, also directed films and TV movies and everything. I don't consider myself like an expert on how a director influences a television show. I don't really know. Like we've talked about a little bit like, Oh, sometimes these cuts or these shots, could that was that a director thing? Was that in the editing room? Because in TV, it's the, the the producers who have the final, as they say, final cut. Right? They're the ones reviewing the footage and putting it all together. But sometimes when stuff jumps out at us, we can kind of see, oh, this director also directed you know noir movies, and here's this shot that is very noir and very cinematic, and make those connections. And I look out for that now because I kind of like seeing the the hand. How these things are, because it's an episodic show with the same stars, how are they different across episodes? Not just the scripts, but like, how does the hand of the creative team affect the show? Um, That just is an interesting question that I I think focusing on for for our purposes has has made me even more interested in. The the characters are interesting, too, because we're watching. uh, I mean, obviously, we've watched them roughly in order on Mm -hmm. our own. But we're recording these episodes. Um, the order is not random, but it is not. It's not linear, uh, and it's not. It's not been planned out. Like uh, at the beginning, we did more planning because we wanted to make sure we hit like episodes that highlighted each character, and we wanted yeah. to kind of get a rhythm before we did a two-parter and stuff like that. But at this point, we kind yeah. of go like, "All right, what are we watching next time?" And one of us just picks something. <laughs> And uh, it's interesting to jump around in these characters' lives a little bit. We're not watching the characters evolve. Well, we, I mean, we are, but we're not watching them like... The, the characters don't evolve in the way that they do in long-form television now, where characters have an arc over a series or yeah. an arc over a season. Um, it's more that the characters just evolve based on the needs of the script, right sometimes and also just on how comfortable the actors are and how well the writers know them i think 
I, I think that's what's it too, because I think the earlier ones, uh, the characters are a little bit more vulnerable to the needs of the script. Mm-hmm. Whereas the later ones, I think people are writing scripts knowing about the characters. Yeah, I right? think so. And that's, that's also, I think, borne out by kind of what happened with the second season, which was where, you know, again, we've, we've kind of touched on this here and there, I'm sure, but I think it's relevant to this. Uh, at the beginning of the second season, the first season was extremely successful. Um, mm-hmm. The first half of the second season lost tons of viewers because those episodes where Jim was the butt of the joke, including some that we really like, like uh, Chicken Little is a Little Chicken is in there. Yeah. Pulled out of context. That's a great episode. Yeah. But in context, people who, who were into the show in the first season came back and saw Jim being um, not being the smart guy, being the dumb guy in these situations and didn't like it. And then it didn't pick up again <laughs> until the end of that season and into the third and fourth where it never recovered its original audience, but it started getting better critical reviews and better writing once they kind of like studied the ship and were able to put Jim into fewer situations where he's the, the fall guy essentially. Um, and I think that's really very much an example of that character was a victim of the script in a lot of those episodes. Yeah. And then in third, fourth season where they started winning Emmys and stuff like that, I think everyone, people were writing to support the Jim Rockford smartest guy in the room, but he never knows everything. Right. So it's the back and forth of him discovering things outsmarting people but still getting taken every once in a while by circumstances beyond his control or by someone who has his number right yeah i think part of what we talk about is like when when something happens and we're like that doesn't really feel like a gym thing like that really stands out because we have this very holistic sense of like what that character is and like what he's all about yeah so it really stands out to us when there's an episode that he uh doesn't quote act like Jim Rockford. And it's not because the character changes, really. It's more that he he almost he coheres. He just like gets yeah more to him as the show goes on, which is great. I had a moment. Um, no, I had three separate moments. Okay. So okay, so we're right now to let people in on a little bit of behind the scenes magic <laughs> here. Uh, right now, uh, Nathan and I are recording this, uh, but we have already watched an episode taking our notes and if we're not too tuckered out or too whatever at the end of this we'll, we'll record uh another episode of the rockford uh, uh 200 today i'm sorry another episode of 200 today um i had suggested this particular episode uh and as is now our way it's, it was based on a whim i had just recently <laughs> bought a house and uh, I knew that real estate was involved in the plot of this next episode. Uh, and I am definitely the kind of person that likes to pick at that scab. <laughs> like, I watch haunted house uh, things when I first move into a house. When we were making our first offering on the house or, or trying to decide if we were going to buy it, we watched Money Pit. <laughs> I'm very much about working out my fears in in uh, right away in the fiction that I'm Right. absorbing so uh i chose this episode uh but i had not yet heard back from you agreeing to do this episode uh and i i had some time to to just watch it and take notes and i thought okay i'll watch it i'll take notes if we do it we it's good if if for whatever bizarro reason <laughs> nathan says no not that one that, that's fine too uh, the worst that can happen is that i watch uh rocker files episode. right <laughs> so i sat down 
again when we've when we started this whole thing uh these these episodes were streaming but now they're uh we have to have them on dvd i'm sure whoever's listening to us is has bought the dvds or (laughs) maybe they still have vhs recordings and thank you again patrons for uh getting us to where we could invest in the dvds to keep the show going yes i you know throw the dvd in i start playing unlike other ways in which I could watch something, my control over the DVD is connected to the device via a wire. I'm using an old Xbox and it's, you know, so I have to get up and walk to where the controller is because I'm sitting too far away. Anyways, what I'm saying is three separate times I got up and paused the show and then went and looked through our back catalog to make sure we had not already recorded an episode on that <laughs> show because <laughs> I just, I kept having these and we did, I, as far as I know, we, we have not, but um, it, it just was so familiar to me and everything I was thinking of saying, I was like, Oh my God, I've said this, haven't I? I've said <laughs> this on the show. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's where we're getting to now. Now, now I need to, Oh, it, w- it would have been so easy to just check the 200 a day Rockford files files. Mm. I should have just done that mm-hmm. uh, smarter than going through and rereading the title of every <laughs> one of our previous episodes three times. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know what you mean. Um, this one also has a lot of like previously ons for us. Yeah. Between some of the character actors and the creative team and stuff like that. So I was doing that too, where I was like, I recognize that person and looking back at our thing. So do you feel like that means that we need to... Is there a very special lesson we can learn from this? Is that what you... Well, no, more kind of like, does that mean that the way that we approach these episodes is getting a little too samey? Or is it more that this episode itself kind of encapsulates a lot of things that are in other episodes? I think that might have been the second bit might have been it. Every time I got triggered by it, it was okay. I mean, let's spoiler alert. The episode (laughs) is from the end of season two. Uh, It's called uh, a bad day, a bad deal in the Valley. And every time Jim had to deal with Karen and I I think I I kept thinking of um, two in every port might've been it. These uh, stories where, Oh, a woman from Rockford's past comes up and, and I'm like, Oh, I know we had to have done this. Well, and also that actress, this is the second time we've seen her because she was in the very first or no, she was in the second episode we did. She was the countess in the countess. Oh, that's okay. Yes. So, Cause they reuse actors. And, yeah. Yes. In a slightly, not the same, not like a similar role, because the characters are different, but kind of a similar dynamic of Jim trying to figure out what's really going on with this with this woman who gives yeah. him one story and then gives him another story and et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, kind of one thought I have is like, at one point we talked about like, are we going to watch episodes that we think are bad? And right. so far, I still think there's really only one episode we've watched where I'm like, yeah, that, that one was not not good. Yeah. If anyone's going through the back catalog, there's an episode called Just By Accident that we did and is is a skippable yeah. uh, Rockford Files episode. But at this point, I think it's more kind of like, are we are there going to be episodes where it's kind of like, yeah, this is a Rockford Files episode. There's not much more to say. It's not that it's bad. It's more like this combines the elements in this way, but they're all the elements that we know and love. And I think we still are, you know, we still like to, we'll still dive in on minutia and stuff, but I kind of feel like we can give ourselves permission to 
do maybe like a shorter episode if there's really not a whole lot to dive into and that kind of stuff um and kind of respond to the episodes as opposed to have the stricter format yeah not that we ever have a problem with not having enough to say (laughs) but (laughs) yeah but i think that's something i'm thinking about about like making sure that what we're talking about is still kind of interesting and obviously interesting to us but kind of like relevant to adding more texture to watching the show and also pointing at specific things that we can learn from for our own work i I think that that last bit is the difficult part right Mm because i think we've done rockford 101 yeah uh we've probably done 101 and 102 yeah and we could go into you know knuckle down and do like 200 levels (laughs) right but uh, we may have used up some of the episodes we would use for that. Now, now maybe it's more like uh, independent study, like figure out, yeah. <laughs> you know, the stuff that, that's directly relevant and, and go into it. Um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, we we uh, maintain a list. I mean, I, I actually need to update it, but over on our on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash 200 a day, there's a there's a list there of kind of the recommended episodes, the ones that I think at least came out really are both interesting sh- episodes of the Rockford Files or superlative episodes of the Rockford Files and also that I feel like we did a good job with. Yeah. So if folks are, are hearing this and haven't uh, listened to our earlier stuff, maybe that'd be worth looking through if you want to kind of hear the, the, the greatest hits of what we've talked about so far. <laughs> But yeah, going forward, I think um, we want to be a little, uh, maybe a little, a little looser with it and kind of keep it fun because I, it's really, it's, it's like, I really like what we're doing and I love sitting down and putting in the episode and being like, all right, this show is great. And like taking the notes and getting set up with you and getting the thing going. And then I think it would behoove, behoove us, you know, as the people doing the show and also probably be better for listeners if we kind of keep in mind that we don't need to necessarily stick with the same formats and the same things that we've done in all of our other episodes. If the episode that we're talking about doesn't really demand it. Yeah. I was going to say that also, you know, I wouldn't, I would not be surprised if we did, if we chose a couple episodes to do at the same time and compare and contrast them, right? Yeah, yeah. These work as a neat little pair or, Mm -hmm. or or what have you. Uh, Yeah, I think the point is uh, we've, we've done the first introductory part of our work here <laughs> we've done the first 60 hours um yes. of the uh of the coursework with with that under our belt uh we'll see what else we can do that's fun and interesting and maybe reveals some new things uh yeah you know, picks out some some new stuff to, to talk about yeah for sure well i just wanted to to uh point out real quick that our first episode came out at the end of our first set of episodes because we dropped the first couple at the same time came out at the end of december in 2016 and is now almost thanksgiving in 2018 the things that have gone on both in the world uh and in our lives in those yeah almost two (laughs) years been a, a couple of years yeah it has oh wow that's that's kind of nuts to think about that I got married, you bought a house, <laughs> real life stuff. Uh, and the world burned. 
<laughs> the tire fire that is the world around us continues yeah. to smolder. But it's been good to have this. I think we've been pretty good about getting the episodes out either, you know, to, to either the two, two a month or one a month, depending on other things. This summer was rough. There were a lot of health emergencies and travel and stuff like that. So we had to slow down our release schedule. But yeah, we've been getting getting the episodes out and making the time to do the show and doing the recordings. And that has been a balm for the more chaotic yes. things. So thank you, Epi, for staying oh. with me and, and uh, being a great a great discussion partner and co-host for this show. Thank you. Yeah, that's uh it's been like you said. It's a it's an anchor <laughs> in a, in a, a a a port in a storm. <laughs> that is a really bad pun. That's all right. I got you. And the titles there's one in every port, and then there's another episode that's oh, two into five fifty six won't go. Oh man! So I'm a rock profiles expert. That's why we <laughs> have that information online, so you can look it up. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, and also thank you, listeners, for oh absolutely. You know, give, giving us the validation for doing the show. We appreciate it. So thanks for keeping us in your in your feed. And thank you especially to our patrons for throwing us a, a couple bucks every episode to yeah. pay our hosting costs and upgrade our mics and stuff every so often and buy Epi new headphones when he needs them. <laughs> all, all the costs uh, associated with the show. And, you know, gives us a little, a, little, a little bit for our time doing the show, which is, as self-employed people, uh, helps us out a lot. So thank you very much. Thank you, yeah. Anything else you want to throw out here in our uh, little discussion special state of the podcast check-in Thanksgiving extravaganza? <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I think we, we nailed most of it. Thank you all for listening. And uh, don't worry, we'll be back next time, not to talk about ourselves, but to talk about another episode of The Rockford Files. Oh, did I go too soon? I wanted you to do it that time. Blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah, blah. Blah